Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had four kids in four years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes they think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope we can give you something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 26 of Parenting in Real Life. We're back again. <laughs> Thanks for all of the messages and texts that we got where people were excited that we were back. That always makes us feel good and, and excited to do more uh, episodes. So thank you for cheering us on. This was one of those nights where like, nope, let's not do one. <laughs> but you encouraged us. Yeah. Those that have said that they enjoy our podcast. So we're back. We, we um, recorded on Sunday nights. And you know, Sunday nights sometimes can... You're exhausted by Sunday night. <laughs> yes. So we were exhausted, and that brings us to our real-life parenting moment. So Alexis was gone last weekend on a business trip. I spoke at a blog conference, my very first one, which I was really excited for. So She's very famous. I'm not famous, but it was fun. But that was rough for me. It was right. one one whole day. I flew into Ohio Saturday morning and flew back Saturday night. So yep. was, this was like... From like 5 to 10. So like yeah. absolutely no Alexis while the kids were awake. Yeah. I left at 4.30 in the morning. So so that was fine. And we did okay. And then, unfortunately, this week Alexis found out that one of her friends from high school passed away. And she felt like she should go. And we're glad that she did. But that meant meant she was flying again, and this time she was gone from Thursday night? Thursday afternoon. I left at like 1.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. And I came back Saturday night at like 10 o'clock. So this was two solid days and a half day. Two and a half days I was gone, and Alan was by himself with the kids. And I told people when I was in California, they're like, oh, was your husband at home with your kids? I'm like, yeah. And they just kind of gave me that look like, oh, poor guy. They were right. It was rough. I'm sure all of you have had this where like one of the partners have to be gone overnight. And even if it's just overnight, it kind of gives me the shakes (laughs) because I'm like, oh man, it is all on me. There's no outlet. There's no like, I'm done. Alexis, take over. There's none of that. And so I always get a little nervous. And now usually you just kind of expect the worst, right? Yes. Yes, it usually goes bad. And it did not fail this time. So Alexis leaves, and Thursday was okay. Yeah. Friday was okay, right? Because the girls were still Well, I think it started, like, Friday morning. Jack woke up, and he has diarrhea crazy. Like, (laughs) no diaper can hold the volume and viscosity of diarrhea that this kid had. We had the stomach flu go through our family, so I think this is like the end of it. You know, sometimes it happens where it just doesn't completely clear out of their systems. So he's covered in the rankest, stankiest (laughs) poison you could ever imagine. So I change him, and he's gone through pants. And then I get the girls off. That was okay. I was going to work from home on Friday. Mistake. By 8.30, I had texted my boss and was like, nope, (laughs) I'm out. So that was okay when it was just me and the boys. That went fine. But every time Jack pooped, every time Jack passed gas, he <laughs> leaked through his pants. And so I changed Jack, like, honest to goodness, six times on Friday alone. And 
Then on Saturday, that was the bad day because now I have everybody all day and that was, that's always a bit rough. And it was. Jack still had his liquid poops and just to make matters more fun, Nathan, our fairly potty trained three-year-old had diarrhea in his pants with a, with underwear and so I had to strip him down and clean out his pants. I would rather clean up throw up, and this is big coming from me. I would rather clean up throw up than diarrhea out of pants. Because you have to, like, squeeze it like a go-gurt out. And, uh, oh, my gosh. It was... You a little graphic here. <laughs> yep. Buckle up. Parental advisory. Um, You're a bear. You, can't, you, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> when I said I had all the kids all weekend, you should have known what you were getting into. <laughs> Because I sure did. And it was all of that. Um, So anyway, all in all, she came back. Four kids were still alive, which I always consider a victory. And uh, I feel like I was even pretty patient with them, which is is cool. On top of that all, we're having a heat wave in Wisconsin. Oh my gosh. And it has been 90 degrees, which is really, really unusual for Like that's hotter than it's been all summer. Yeah, like we don't hit 90. And it's end of September, we're hitting 90 degrees. And it wasn't like, oh, no big deal. Let's just go to the pool. Because the pools are closed. Because (laughs) it's past Labor Day in Wisconsin. And so I just had to sit inside or outside in the freaking hot weather and i don't do well in the heat and humidity uh, (laughs) alan texted me he's like it's 88 degrees i hate this place it's so hot (laughs) it was so hot like you just look outside and you start sweating it's so hot so i did look at the weather and by the end of the week we should be getting down to regular fall temperatures but it was an unusually warm weekend stupid <laughs> Ugh. and the dog peed in the house right like so many times this dog is mostly potty drained sometimes he just gets confused i guess and has accidents still a puppy so how was your weekend <laughs> oh, better than ours <laughs> uh yours was fine minus the funeral I was at a funeral. That but was she got to go to her hometown. And it was great. I did. I saw my old house, which was really fun. I saw lots of people that I haven't seen in years. So that part was really good. Mm-hmm. So today we are going to talk about the morning routine. School's back and mornings are your first and sometimes most stressful few minutes with your kids before you get them off to school. And it is. It's rough. I feel like we actually do pretty good. Mm. <laughs> We have summer routines. I'm sure it could be better because we are not strict about our routines, but overall, I think the mornings are pretty good. Sometimes we're a little rushed um, at the end if we don't stay on top of things, but... um, I think it helps that our girls get up early and can get themselves dressed and brushed and everything Mm -hmm. on their own. Yep. Somebody else struggles to wake up. (laughs) Well, we're going to read an article um, that's at a We're going to read it. (laughs) Not read it. Buckle up. We're going to talk about it. It's at a fineparent.com. It says how to establish a morning routine for kids that actually works. And they talk about um, making sure you get your caffeine in the morning and stuff throughout this a couple of times. Now, uh, we don't drink coffee and stay away from caffeine. So that does not apply. And so I think if I, if we weren't, um, if we were coffee drinkers, I think I would definitely be one of those people who would need to drink coffee every morning because I struggle getting up in the morning. I'm just... Understatement. I'm just not a morning person. I do so much better at night. And on top of that, being pregnant, I am just exhausted. So mornings are not great for me. 
But luckily I'm married to someone who mornings are totally his thing, and he's usually up way before the kids, so that is very helpful. So the cliff notes of this article are make sure one of the two people in your partnership are morning people and just let them do all of it. <laughs> no, he does not do all mm. of it. You get the kids started and I do all the rest. <laughs> yes, yes. I make lunches. Sometimes. Worst part? I make lunches lots. And I have to do the hair and I have to make sure their beds are made. I would do the hair. And I'd get their backpacks ready. So anyway. And I have to clean up all the breakfast. It's team effort. Seriously, (laughs) it does help if both people can be involved. Makes it a lot less stressful. So the first thing that she lists, Bryn, our friend Bryn from A Fine Parent, talks about is making sure everybody gets enough sleep. And you can go back and listen to our episode on sleep or bedtime and all that. We've talked about that a lot. Don't keep your kids up. Um, also, I think because we do allow our kids, we put our kids to bed early, which we've talked about before. Um, this also, I think, helps them naturally wake up earlier. So our kids are usually awake at like 6.30 in the morning. And I know a lot of parents have to wake their kids up to get ready for school. But that's, we never have to wake our kids up for school. So I think that helps us a lot. And I know that's not true for everybody because um, some kids sleep in more. But um, having our kids up early at like 6.30 really helps get everything mm-hmm. done in time. I like your voice like this. It's kind my, of sultry. My voice is a little raspy. I, I don't know if I have a head cold or allergies, but I lost my voice this weekend. Like, it's been really bad and it's coming back, but I'm still a little... I like it. A little scratchy. It's nice. Thanks. <laughs> Prepare the night before. Um, we did this a little bit. Mm-hmm. This lady is crazy, but... <laughs> Most of these articles are way more intense than we are. I know. If you haven't learned anything from this podcast, we are very laid back. Relax, people. She makes breakfast the night before? Like, do you have a breakfast casserole every morning? Fetch. Our kids love cereal, so we do cereal. Cold cereal, (laughs) Bryn. That takes like five seconds. We also do yogurt, sometimes toast, so very simple things. If you're into bigger breakfasts, like, um, I know they have those overnight oatmeal or pancakes or whatever then muffins stop being no. stop being into that <laughs> you could totally make those the night before i know some women will make big batches and freeze it so they can just pull out you know muffins or cinnamon rolls she in the was just trying to get hyperlinks to a bunch of other articles that she had done about breakfast <laughs> she does have so <laughs> don't do that um but packing lunches is actually smart we don't do that here's my thing idea. is all my motivation is in the morning so i'd rather not do it and just do it in the morning but if both of you are night people and mornings are rough, pack before. That's smart. You like staying up all night? Stay up all night and make lunches. I've also seen um, women who have their kids like kind of pack their own lunches. Like they have Doritos. They have, no. <laughs> they have containers chips. set out, and the kid goes around and like picks one from each container. Health, healthy snacks that are just prepared, so they just grab what they want and put it in their lunch. So that's also an option to have your kids hippies start doing it. Nobody does that. I actually started packing my own lunch at a young age. I think our girls are a little small for that, but my mom was a substitute teacher, and so oftentimes I would pack my own lunch. So as they get a little bit older, that's also an option. But I also had friends whose parents packed them, their lunch all the way through high school. Was that you? Did your mom do that? Probably. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't eat home lunch all the way through high school, but I did eat it all the way through elementary, and I think she did all the way through elementary. Elementary is great. Some, love, you, love you, mom. Some kids are spoiled, and their parents do it all the way through high school, but I think that's great for them. My parents were that way. <laughs> <laughs> 
one huge one the night before, and we may have even mentioned this because this is critical, is choosing clothes. Ugh. Kids do not choose well in the morning. No, it's like don't. always tears. But if you can get it in the night, the decision is delayed so they don't have to like put it on right then. Helps a lot. Mm-hmm. And then that way they can, I don't know, we just seem to have a lot of tears in the morning if clothes aren't picked out before because they can't find certain whatever outfits that they're looking for. So, mm-hmm. And it usually the night before, because our girls get up and get dressed in the morning on their own, um, usually the night before I can tell them, you know what the weather's going to be like tomorrow. Like it's still warm here. It's still going to be warm <sighs> tomorrow. So <laughs> I let the girls know like tomorrow's going to be another hot day. So you can wear a skirt or shorts or a dress or whatever. I would stay away from pants this time. And so they're like, oh, okay. Instead of coming up in their pants and long sleeve shirts and telling them they need to go change then they're all grumpy about it yep um also assigning a box or hook or shelf for all of each kid's things and we just did this and it's Mm -hmm. been great Mm -hmm. we've had no lost backpacks or homework or anything like that so far yeah this is something that um my mom did when we were kids we had like a big giant I don't know, thing with hooks on it that we each put our, our backpacks on. Yeah. Um, that way you always know where your backpacks are. There was a shoe rack underneath. So you always know where your shoes are. We talked about shoes last time too. <laughs> but the backpacks are always in the same spot. So I know, you know, they have little reminder binders and, and folders that they have to take to school and their backpacks have to be on their hooks. And then we put their lunches in. So that's really great. So we're not searching for backpacks in the morning. Number three is get up before your kids. I do. And Lexus wants to. I really want to. Enough said. I try so hard. I'll try better. <laughs> it's also good. I think it just helps you be calm in the morning. For when kids wake me up in the morning, it kind of stresses me out. So it's better to already be awake and then you can be more calm about things. <laughs> yep. That's why I try and handle the kids in the morning so they don't just go pile on Alexis. Yeah, that's the worst. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes he yeah, lets them in. You're not sneaking. I know you do it on purpose. Sometimes like, go I'm get like, mom. get out of bed, Alexis. <laughs> go get him, Nathan. The next tip is to make a morning routine chart. And again, this is like the chore chart from last time. <laughs> I don't know if chart's the right thing. But having some sort of way for your kids to like check off the things they need to do, very smart. Mm-hmm. It just helps them it just helps remind them of all the things they need to get done in the morning because there are a couple of things you know make your bed brush your teeth get dressed brush your hair if you can you know so i think they just need a little reminders sometimes so and this list obviously will start really short like for our girls in first grade and kindergarten four things is about as much as they can handle um but then as they can start doing more things for themselves then that can get longer. You can make sure they get their lunch together and they can comb their hair and do all those things. Mm. She has head out the door on this one. I don't think they need to check anything off when they head out the door. I think they know when they did that. I think they're good. <laughs> um, but nice. Good idea. And then the win-then approach. Tell us about the win-then approach, Alexis. So this the win-then approach is um, something described by Amy McCready of Positive positive parenting solutions and we've um actually been listening to her program we were we kind of stopped we need to go back to that um but anyway the win that approach is 
instead of having to nag about routines, um, if there's something that they love to do in the morning, tell them they can do it after they get the hard stuff done. So like our kids like to play with their tablets in the morning, but if they do that, it just slows everything down and they don't get everything done in time. So it's good to say when you make your bed and get dressed and brush your teeth, then you can play on your tablet. And so that's a good way just to make sure that they're getting all of the no fun stuff done first before they do fun things. It's also, she mentions, you don't give your kid an option in that case. It just like lets them know that this is how it is. These good things only come after these less desirable things. And Chloe would still find a way to complain about this. So I don't think it's <laughs> as foolproof as she talks it up to be. Um, cause Chloe on Saturday would not do her chores. And it's like, Chloe, if you want your tablet, then you have to do your chores. No. Yeah. So okay. we're still struggling with getting, getting your kids to do chores. But she didn't get her tablet. So that was good. You do kind of make sure you stick to your guns. Cause otherwise if you give it to them, then they're, they're just not going to do it. So personally, I would rather our kids not play with their tablets at all in the morning. I don't think they need that. But I think it can be motivating for them to move a little faster if they have some time on their tablet. Next one is to remain calm and connected. So this one is, you know, just try to not be frazzled and rushed in the morning. I, I kind of know, like, what time we need to be doing everything. So by 7.20, I make sure that we're downstairs doing the girl's hair. And then that way we can come up and get shoes on and backpacks and be out the door. The bus comes um, early in the morning at 7.39, so we have to be at our door at 7.30 to walk down to the bus stop. So if we are able to get downstairs to do hair at 7.20, then we are just in time to do everything that we need to do to get out the door. But if it's after that, then we're usually rushed and crazy, and for some reason, when you tell your kids to hurry, they just do not get that. Like, you're like, come on, we gotta go, and they just cannot, <laughs> cannot get going fast, so... It's better to stay calm and have enough time to do everything. So my secret is always feel rushed. Even if there's no rush, just try and install that feeling of being late in everything you do. (laughs) I don't don't think that's good advice. That's how I feel. (laughs) Maybe you feel it on the inside, but don't rush your kids and they get stressed. I can't handle this. Kids just move so slow that it just makes me feel like I'm late because I know... I'm going to be late. We were like 20 minutes early for church today because if the kids aren't doing something, we're not going, then I know we're going to be late. And sometimes we're not. And it Most just, of the times we're not. We are usually, okay, we're like 99.9% of the time on time to church. For some reason, Alan always thinks that we're late, but we're not. So we leave way earlier than we're supposed to, and then we get there like because super early. I'm married to a woman <laughs> that feels like if you walk into a place Two minutes before you're supposed to start, you've been too early. <laughs> she hates getting to places. I do hate getting to places early. too early. And like some things, it's good to get there early. She does not feel that. No, way. some places I agree. Most places I don't. <laughs> Amen. Church, you can get too early. I'm okay with that. Barely. <laughs> we don't want to get there too early because then the kids, you know, they already have to sit there for a long time and they start getting a little antsy and. Yep. If you get there too late, then there's nowhere to sit at all, and you're sitting on the back of the chairs, and I'd rather just. Not go to church. I said it. (laughs) Just find a room with a speaker and embrace it because it's going to be a rough one. We don't do that. 
but we we should. But we want to. <laughs> Number seven is dumb, so we're gonna skip it. <laughs> and so that's it. That's a morning routine. Well, no, yeah. it really is dumb. <laughs> it it's dumb. Was... <laughs> nope, it's dumb. We don't even need to give it time. I thought it was just make the weekend special. <laughs> I feel like we already do that anyway. Doesn't everybody? I mean, you want to get out and do stuff on the weekend because the week is so scheduled. Dumb point. Anyway. Unrelated. <laughs> make your weekend special, everybody. <laughs> make every weekend count. It's like make every day count to those moms. That's just stressful. Yeah. So you don't have to make every weekend special. If you but... miss the farmer's market one week, everybody's going to live. <laughs> Sheesh, woman. Yeah. It's okay to, to sit home some weekends, but... Um, when you can, it's good to do fun family activities on the weekend. I like this blog. She has thought-provoking questions. Do you have a morning routine for kids? Is it actually working for you? Could you benefit from tweaking it or printing out a morning routine chart? Ugh, this lady. <laughs> Obviously, it's not that provoking for us because we're not going to do that. But <laughs> Nope. If you want to take an action plan... This is a two-minute action plan. They suggest. You're an adult. You can <laughs> figure it out. You can read this article and definitely do that stuff. There's some good steps to help you get going. <laughs> In case you couldn't hear that, Alan just rolled his eyes. <laughs> These people are over the top. Just make sure your kids are alive every morning and get them on the bus. I yeah. do like it says, are you giving yourself enough time to completely wake up and have that much-needed cop? cup of coffee in peace before the kids wake up that's where i'm like i don't drink coffee <laughs> just needs caffeine injections <laughs> and so that's a wrap i feel like mornings can be pretty simple the key is to um make sure everybody has a good night's sleep if you don't then you're just recipe for disaster do everything you can the night before get up before your kids and then have some sort of system down right so whether it's like a when then system or some sort of chart that isn't a chart because charts don't work um, but some <laughs> sort <chart>. of checklist <laughs> then everything goes alright it's not too bad and finally stay cool if you feel rushed and stressed then your kids are going to feel it and it's going to be rough but if you're like yeah we got this no problem no big deal then it goes much better like Bonnie Hunt from Cheaper Brother Dozen man to be mom like that I've never seen that movie so I can't I can't, like, quote it or anything. <laughs> it's stressful. <laughs> but then it's like, man, we're okay. What's another movie where, like, there's a lot of kids? And the mom's just got it in control. Yeah. The robot from the Jetsons? <laughs> That's what we need. We all need a robot <laughs> to, to help us in the morning. Give it ten years. That's true. I keep hearing more and more about artificial intelligence. The Roombas. Everybody's talking about their Roombas. Oh, yeah. Except they're not, they clean up the floor for you, but they're not packing lunches. Yet. Someday. So thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at P-I-R-L Podcast or Light in My Home. That's Alexis's. You can tweet us. I'm at Alan T. Tanner. And I'm at Alexis Tanner 1. Or you can email us at parentinginreallifepodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash P-I-R-L, or there's a link in our Instagram profile. For now. We're not taking it down. <laughs> Selfish people. All we want is a buck a month. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And tell your friends to subscribe. Especially if you're a one-timer. If you found this because you were searching for podcasts about morning routines, listen to the rest. Subscribe. You'll like it. We promise. <laughs> 
promise. Satisfaction guaranteed. We're not biased. We will return your money if you don't. (laughs) Good news for you. Also, if you could give us a rating um, on iTunes, we would really appreciate that. And you can give us a rating for Alexis's sultry voice this week as well. <laughs> five out of five for me. Thanks. And a special thanks to our four soon to be five kids for being kids. Ba-da-ba. Oh, yeah.